Good morning. Today is Monday, December 21st. You are listening to the JB Font Show, and I am your host, JB Font. There's something that I wanted to get off my chest. It burned my biscuits, it grind my ears, it chapped my ass. Let me tell you what it is. So, from what I'm reading, they are either finishing up or they have approved a stimulus. A quote-unquote stimulus. The stimulus is supposed to be for $600. That is to stimulate the economy? $600 is not going to stimulate the economy. Hell, $1,200 doesn't really stimulate the economy. $600 isn't even teasing the economy. What is it stimulating? (laughs) It's ridiculous. And it shows that the ineptitude and the gall that people in Congress have, and they seem to think, oh, what is sufficient is good enough. Even have some leftist politicians going, well, it's, you know, it's a good job. Like, no, no, and no. It is not a good job. It is not sufficient. It is not something that I would even call beneficial. It's it's a joke. That's like when, you know, the state comes and tells me, oh, we're going to give you only $16 in SNAP benefits. That's a joke. $600? Let me ask you this. How much is that of your rent? Maybe half? Oh, so you have to come up with the other half yourself, right? Especially if you're unemployed and then on top of that, you're, you know, behind on rent, you know, a couple months. Um, You know, you, you are also behind on your car payments, or you can't afford your car insurance, so you're jumping inside your car, taking a risk without dri- and driving without car insurance. What, what about, uh, you know, because your kids are at home right now, and because your kids are at home and they're doing virtual school, they don't get lunch at school, so you have to provide more food at home because your kids are eating at home. It's, there's a disconnect. Nancy Pelosi is one of the richest members of the house. The mere fact that she turned down an even better proposal from the White House because she didn't want Trump to look good She risks people suffering. And then she accepted an even worse deal. She accepted a worse deal. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. That doesn't fly. And this is why in the last episode, I was talking about you have to fight for what you want. Nancy Pelosi should not even be Speaker of the House. 
everybody talks about how she's great at backroom deals and she can play 4D chess and all this other stuff. She's good at playing 4D chess for the corporations. She's good at 4D chess for her donors. She's good at 4D chess for the, for the oligarchs. She does not play it for us. She does not play it for those of us who are the working class, those of us who are poor, those of us who are disenfranchised. She does not play for us. So what is the point of even having her in the house? She doesn't even deserve that job. So truth be told, I, I'm coming to a point now where I left the Democratic Party, but my disdain for them has grown exponentially because you see how they just, they just don't care. They pretend like they care, but they don't. Now, of course, like, I know the Republicans don't care. But the thing is that the Republicans tell us to our face that they don't care. The Democrats will tell us that they don't care through their actions, but in our face, they'll lie to us and say, oh, I really care about you. Black lives matter. My pronouns are they and them. And uh, rainbow flags for everybody. That's what they do. But then when it comes behind closed doors, they don't give a shit about you. Unfortunately, the Washington-esque mindset starts to fester in your brain as soon as you go there. And it kind of defangs any progressive leftist person who tries to make a change. So now you see people like Rashida Tlaib and AOC and Pramila Jayapal. They tend to sound more watered down. They tend to behave more watered down. This is not an attack. This is a loving critique of them. And this, our job is to push them as their boss. We sent them for a specific purpose. And if they're not doing what we sent them there to do, then we need to push and prod. Not in an attacking way, not in vilifying them, but it's like, hey, you work for us, remember? Do the job that we told you to do. And when they do the job that we tell them to do, praise, give them credit, let them know how much we appreciate them, give it to them, give them their flowers. But when they don't do what we sent them there to do, this is when we need to basically use 
our voice as a threat. You will be fired if you do not do what we told you to do. I have expectations of the people who we send in government to perform for the people and not for the oligarchs, for the corporations, for the wealthy. That's what you're supposed to do. $600 is a joke, man. I don't care who who you are. I mean, <laughs> what really is that going to help out with? People are underwater right now. And the mere fact that you have people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Oh, yeah, Chuck Schumer says he's for a $1,200 stimulus check. But that's only because he's really nervous that AOC may primary him for the Senate seat in 22. That's what it really is. He doesn't really believe that. And so... Number one, we have to scare the corporate Democrats to take the right position. Number two, we have to push the leftists back to where they originally are. Because it's almost like when you're on the left and you go to Washington, it's like there's a current flowing. And the current is always going towards the right. And you go there and if you stand still, it slowly pushes you towards the right. And then if you don't notice, and if you look down, when you look back up, you're further away from the left than you were when you started. What needs to happen is we need to take a rope, tie it around the leftist, and pull them back to the left. And we need them to be Bold. Um, and you know, it, I didn't come up with a, I didn't come up with a, an outline for today. This just hit me because, you know, I'm on Twitter. If you're on uh, Twitter, you can follow me at JB Font. Um, when you see things like this happening and then you look around to people who don't have anything, never mind that this stimulus is also heavily means tested. So there are some people who just won't get it. Um, so... It's really going to screw over a lot of people. And you're going to have some of these people that are going to be sitting there scratching their heads going, well, this was supposed to stimulate the economy. Well, if you don't give them enough to stimulate the economy, it's not going to get stimulated. Here's what we need. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to tell you what we need. And I'm going to fill that space with 
policy so that you have an idea of what would work so that when it does happen, if it happens, I should say, it will put us in a much better position to get over this pandemic. We'll be right back. You're listening to the TJS. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about the $600 economic tease that Congress is trying to give us, which really won't help much of anything. So what do we need? What policies would help us the most? Well, first off, one of the biggest things that would help us out the most is an emergency universal basic income. Absolutely, positively, no means testing. Every single adult within the United States gets $2,000. Everyone. No questions asked. For the entire duration of this pandemic. And the $2,000 per month is retroactive back to March of this year. And it stays until four months after the ending of the pandemic. Why? Because people need to live and we need people to stay home and not go out. If they don't have money to live, then guess what? They need to work to make that money, which means that they are putting themselves and us at at risk. So let's take that need away by giving them money to stay home. We need a moratorium on rent, mortgage, and let's say even property tax. We can probably still keep property tax if you give businesses uh, the money. But for the most part, rent and mortgage. So landlords aren't asking renters for money because the renters don't have money. And landlords can't say, well, I need to pay the mortgage. And then homeowners can keep their homes. A moratorium on auto loans so people can keep their transportation. A moratorium on other important bill payments. Besides that. This has to happen. Give people food stamps to feed themselves during the pandemic. 
this is quite simple. And lastly, but certainly not least, an emergency Medicare for all, meaning I don't care who you are, I don't care what your ailment is, you get your health care at the point of service without cost. If it's coronavirus, you get your health care. If it's cancer, you get your health care. If it's heart disease, you get your health care. If you get into an accident, you get your health care. I don't care if you have to get your teeth clean, you're getting your health care. If you have uh, cystic fibrosis, <laughs> I'm just naming off different ailments, you still get your health care. Because here's the thing, how can someone pay for, say, treatments for multiple sclerosis if they don't have a job and insurance to cover it? because their insurance was tied to their job. So now they don't have insurance. But because they don't have COVID, they can't get they can't get their health care. That's not fair. So, let's cover it again. Emergency UBI coverage moratorium for all major monthly expenses, Medicare for all. Those three things would set this nation on a path to recovery that will be like that of many other developed nations that already are in a recovery. So, People can uh, cry about handouts all they want. Well, number one, it's our money. So it's not a handout. Crying about the government giving you money and calling it a handout is like you going to make a withdrawal at your bank and you calling the money that you get out of your bank account a handout. It's not. It's ours. So, yeah. This is what needs to happen. And it needs to happen now. And I would be one of the people who would tell anyone in Congress that considers themselves on the left. Number one. You make a guaranteed threat. And that threat is a political one. And you tell them you will not vote for Nancy Pelosi as speaker and you will hold things up in the government until people get what they want. We are going to do the same method that the Tea Party did back in 2010 because people are dying and suffering because of their inaction. Do it, do it now and do not waver. Follow through on what you promise and tell them, no, we are going to get them what they need. I don't want to see no $1,200 stimulus. I want to see a $2,000 per month stimulus. How the logistics are going to be done with this, 
I don't know, get the Army Corps of Engineers involved so that they can get the logistics and, you know, squared away on this one. There have been many ideas. We can just do a mass send out of, of debit cards to each every and every American so that they actually get the money put into their accounts every single month. It's actually really not that hard. I mean, hell, we did something similar like this when we had to switch over from an analog signal to a digital signal for all of our TVs. So we, we, we can't do that again for a stimulus. So, yes. There's a lot of things that can be done and it should be done. And don't nobody tell me that we don't have the money to do it because back during the beginning of this crisis, we spent six trillion, trillion dollars propping up the markets, which most rich people own, you know, stocks. And so you mean to tell me that we can prop up rich people? But then when it comes to propping up the working people, we can't do it. It's too hard. No. No. And let's say hypothetically that you care about the rich people, that you really want them to be able to survive this, even though they have millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and they're not hurting. But say you care that much about them. Guess what? They're still going to get the money anyway. Because we have to buy shit. So, guess what? Give it to the people first. Trickle economics works. It works. Let's do it that way. This is demoralizing and frustrating, and it's like the more you look into electoral politics and how the game is played, you realize we really need to get out in the streets. <laughs> we really need to get out in the streets and actually do a general strike, like literally like stop consuming and stop working and just provide for each other through mutual aid and let the corporations suffer and let them go to their black dogs in Congress and go, hey, just give the people what they want as long as they start working and consuming again. And then we get what we need. Look at what's going on in India. Look at how the protests are going on in France, places like Bolivia, Lebanon, a host of different areas in the world where the workers rose up and demanded a dignified and proper system and in large part their government acquiesced and obeyed them because their threats were not taken lightly 
So this has to happen. Because I'll be damned if I see another person suffer while you have millionaires and billionaires sitting pretty and comfortable because they got a trillion dollars richer because of the pandemic. That's immoral and it's disgusting. And we need to stop it now. I'm cutting this uh, broadcast short today because it was uh, an impromptu broadcast, but I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it and you'll be tuning in again on my next podcast. And if you would like to, you can also follow me at JB Font on Twitter. Uh, You can follow the JB Font Show on Facebook and... As always, I will see you in the next one.